0: Hello Hawks fans and welcome to another episode of the KettleCast with your host Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll talk about the Hawks' 112-94 victory over the Philadelphia 76ers. Trey Young had a huge game, the Hawks really came together for a big team win after four straight losses, and we'll look ahead to the Hawks' games as they hit the road and go on a four-game trip to the West Coast. Without further ado, let's get into it. What a bounce-back game from the Hawks. After having four really disappointing losses, the Hawks came back and were at home in front of a few fans and won a big game over the shorthanded 76ers. 76ers ended up only playing nine players. Um, Danny Green, Mike Scott, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, Dwight Howard, Isaiah Joe, Tony Bradley, Paul Reed, and Dakotas Matthias made up the entirety of... 76ers that played this game, but despite whatever lineup the 76ers held, it was really big for the Hawks to get a win, especially after some disheartening losses uh, from the Hornets, Cleveland, and the Knicks. Um, It was just really big for the Hawks to come out and get a win. Uh, In that win especially, I think it was big for Trey Young to break out. Trey had really not been himself lately, just shown by the fact he hadn't hit threes in the last two games, and the point guard from the ATL came out and was 9 of 19 from the field, hit 3 of 7 three-pointers, got to the free throw line 6 times, still not nowhere close to where he was getting at the beginning of the season. Only had to play 25 minutes, had 8 assists, a steal and big no turnovers, but the Hawks were able to come to State Farm Arena, get a 112 to 94 victory over the 76ers and It was an interesting game early on. It seemed like the 76ers were trying. They're dealing with some issues dealing with COVID, some of their players not being able to play. And so despite having a very shorthanded roster for this game, Joel Embiid came out and started the game extremely well. Joel only played 23 minutes, but he was 8 of 17 from the field, ended the game with 24 points, 11 rebounds. He did have three turnovers. And a big change happened in the game in the second quarter when the Hawks started double-teaming Joel Embiid as soon as he got the ball on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Clint Capella was the main Hawk guarding Joel, but as soon as Joel would t- touch the ball on the offensive side, some a second Hawk was coming to double-team him, and that really got the ball out of Embiid's hands, and that second and third quarter is really where the Hawks pushed their lead. Philadelphia had a lead going into the second quarter, but the Hawks outscored Philly sixty nine to thirty three in the second and third periods. It was just complete domination, and really, at after a big burst in the third quarter, um, to start the third quarter, Joel Embiid came out of the game and he didn't come back in. And um, the Hawks did a good job of getting that lead and not giving anything up. And really, I think if the seventy six ers would have kept playing Embiid, if they had had a chance to win this game, but the Hawks really. Uh, did not allow the 76ers any chance to come back in the game. As poorly as the Hawks shot against the Hornets, um, they kind of did a reverse of that against the 76ers, especially from three-point land, where Philly was 8 of 36 for 22%, where the Hawks shot 17 of 44 from three-point land for 39%. And that was kind of the difference in the game. Um, One player I want to highlight for three-point shooting is John Collins, John was four of seven from the field. All of the shot attempts came from three-point lands. Um, he needs to be, John needs to be hit shooting. I mean, he can shoot that many threes every game if he wants to. He's just such a good three-point shooter. Um, I think I'd like him to get a couple more shots that aren't three-pointers, especially rolling to the rolling to the basket and catching some alley-oops, but John finished the game with 12 points, seven rebounds, and assists. He only had to play 24 minutes. None of the starters for the Hawks had to play over 26 minutes against the 76ers. So just really good performance from John. And to see him get that many three-pointers up is really encouraging, considering how good of a shooter he is. Um, And I wonder, I hope going forward, that Coach Pierce and the coaching staff are encouraging John to continue to take that shot. He also had a beautiful assist. After he had gotten his shot going, he had a little bit of playmaking where he pump faked. I don't know if he was behind the three-point line, but he's very close. Pump faked, threw a nice bounce pass to Clint Capella, who slammed it in for a dunk. Clint had another good game. He didn't have to play 30 minutes tonight, but he was 4 of 12 from the field. He was 4 of 6 from the free throw line, which is big for Capella. He had 12 points, 11 rebounds, three of those are offensive, and one block. And he was a beneficiary of a couple of alley-oops from Trey Young. Uh, In fact, in the deciding parts of this game, the second and third quarter, to close the second quarter going into halftime, Trey had three straight alley-oops. Two of them went to Clint Capella and one went to Kevin Herter, of all people, um, that really helped push the lead up. And Clint Capella just continues to be a very stabilizing force on the floor. He had the high, the team was the highest plus minus when Clint was on the floor, so he continues just his good play. We got to see Tony Snell at the end of this game when it was sort of decided it was the first time Tony Snell had played um, for the Hawks this season. He got up a couple three pointers, he didn't make any of them, but he just adds another player to the rotation, um, especially now that we've gotten a little bit of news on what happened to Bogdan Bogdanovich um, in regards to his knee. Unfortunately for Bogdanovich, They found there was a fracture in his knee. Uh, Travis Slink said it was kind of the best news you could get considering the injury that Bogdanovich will not require surgery, but it is a fracture and he's going to be out for anywhere from six to eight weeks, I think. Um, So it's really disappointing that a couple of the new additions to the Hawks this season have gotten injured in kind of freak ways. Both Gallinari and Bogdanovich at this point have been injured Rajon Rondo has not played lately because of an injured knee, and so to see all of these new guys the Hawks brought in not be able to contribute has been really frustrating. Um, Bogdanovich posted on Twitter that he's trying to work his way back, and he, he doesn't he's not feeling down or anything, um, but it it's disappointing to see a player that the Hawks invested so much in go down early, and hopefully we'll be able to get him back. It is going to open a lot of opportunity for uh cam reddish cam had gone to the bench and really responded with a wonderful game in charlotte he had an all right game he he played 24 minutes was three of eight from the field made one of four three-pointers got to the free throw line and made three made all three of his free throws there for 10 points he had five rebounds a steal and cam just continues to be a, a menace on the defensive side of the ball um deandre hunter again the most um Steady of the Hawks starters so far this season, 23 minutes, was four of eight from the field, one of two from three-point land, 15 points, seven rebounds, including two offensive. He had one where he got the ball. Joel Embiid was in there, and uh, Hunter was able to put it back up and make a basket, but um, Hunter just continues his good play, one assist, one steal. One thing that you'll hear talked about with DeAndre a lot is his strength and um, it's amazing. He's guarded Kyrie Irving this season and, um, he was, he helped and doubled down on Joel Embiid in this game. And, you know, there's a couple times that Joel tried to go right at DeAndre Hunter and Joel's maybe one of the biggest guys you're going to see in the NBA and DeAndre Hunter held his ground, uh, which is just extremely, uh, exciting to see from your second year player. Brandon Goodwin had a really good game. He came in, he was a primary backup for Trey in this game. And he came in was his normal spark plug self, but he chipped in with 15 points, four rebounds and four assists for a player as diminutive as he is. He's able to go get some rebounds and he just did a really good job of, of bringing some energy off the bench. So those were all the guys for the Hawks that really, um, gave, had really impressive stat lines. Uh, The Hawks were able to empty their bench in the fourth quarter. Skylar Mays got to play. Nathan Knight came in. So it was just a really nice victory and one that the Hawks really needed again after being on a four-game slide. For the 76ers, Joel Embiid played 23 minutes and had 24 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, their first-round pick, the 21st overall pick, played 31 minutes. He was 7 of 14 from the field. He had 15 points. Six rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. He actually blocked a Trey Young three-pointer, which was pretty impressive. Um, But he looks like he's going to be a very good player going forward for the 76ers. Uh, Dakota Matthias played 39 minutes for the 76ers. He was 6 of 15 from the field. He had 14 points. And then Isaiah Joe from Arkansas, another rookie, had 18 points. He was 4 of 7 from three-point land and just looks like another NBA player. The 76ers did not have their full roster, as I said. No Ben Simmons, no Matisse Thibel. Um And so this was not a full full win over the 76ers. But as the Hawks have shown so far this season, it's not easy to go get a win from at any point um, in any situation versus in the NBA. And so for them to come in and really just take care of business, uh, build a big lead and then not let go of the big lead really showed some maturity. And it was good to see Trey Young, even having his wrist strap, have a really nice game. Looking through some of the team statistics, uh, one that stood out was the fast break points. Um, Atlanta had 21 to Philadelphia's two. The points in the paint were pretty close with Atlanta having 32 to Philly's 36 bench points were the same 37 to 37. Not a lot of turnovers, um, but the Philadelphia did really take advantage of the turnovers they got. They scored 15 points off of those compared to the Hawks only scoring four, Um, but just really good game. Really um, again, nice for the Hawks have a game where they had it in hand and were able to really put the bench in at the end of the game and not have to worry too much before heading off onto this West Coast trip. Again, it was really important for the Hawks to get a win. They had had that four-game slide, and after this game against the 76ers, they go out to the West Coast to play the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday and then have a pretty brutal back-to-back where they play Utah on Friday, and then they have a game against the Blazers on Saturday before returning to State Farm Arena for Martin Luther King Day. But really big win. Not a lot to say besides Trey Young's really breakout performance. Uh, hopefully this will be something going forward we can look back on on when the season turned a little bit more and Trey was able to get going again. Some of the really good signs were after he continued to miss shots a little bit early, but he got one of his deep threes to go. And then him finding success on the lobs was something that I really feel got him going. He Teams had been very actively go, um, defending against the lobs against Atlanta, these last few games. And, um, when Trey was able to get three in a row going into halftime, I thought that was a really big thing for him. Um, he also had a little bit of his floater going and for Trey young, a lot of his game is that floater is a really dangerous weapon for other teams. And then hit him hitting his three point shots. Uh, he's still turning down some open three-pointers when teammates are passing him the ball, but whenever he's doing that, he's looking at for opportunities to get his teammates involved. Um, he's sh- still really trying to build some chemistry with um, Clint Capella, and then him and John Collins are still not quite on the same page. There was uh, one point during this game where Trey drove through the lane, and he saw that uh, Collins was open for the lob, and um, I think Trey got blocked shooting the shot, but he acknowledged that he, he, him and, um, Collins talked about it and Trey said, uh, he saw you, he saw John there. And John said, I'm there. I was ready for the, the alley-oop if you want to get there. So those lobs are really big for Trey. He's somebody who derives just as much joy from hitting those alley-oops as he does from scoring. Um, I think the play of the game was actually an out of bounds play, uh, I think Kevin Herter was throwing in the out-of-bounds play, and uh, Cam Reddish came in for a monster alley-oop, got fouled, threw down the dunk, and uh, that was one of his free throws. But it was a beautiful out-of-bounds play, and um, to see Cam throw one down was pretty exciting and fun to watch. Going into this West Coast swing, the Suns are really tough and are coming out, out of of a kind of blowout loss to the Wizards. So, you know, they're going to be ready to go and the going to the altitude of Utah and then also having to play the Blazers who aren't off to the best start, but are playing tough and actually just won a one possession game against the Raptors. It's going to be a tough turnaround. So the Hawks getting this victory against the 76ers, even a depleted 76ers team is huge going forward. Uh, Again, to get back to injuries, the Hawks are supposed to possibly have Rondo and the rookie oneko Okongwu play during this road trip, which would be a ton of fun to get a little bit of reinforcements and also get our first look at the rookie. Um, and then hopefully De- Danilo Gallinari should be back next week when the Hawks get back. He's getting closer. He's not back yet. I don't know if he's even going to travel with the team, but they said he's getting closer to where he's going to be. And then I gave you the update for Bogdan Bogdanovich, but. Really exciting and just much-needed win for the Hawks, uh, especially just to take care of business against a team they should have just take care of business against. And uh, we will catch back up after the Hawks face the Suns on Wednesday. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. He could leave a rating or a review on whatever platform you use to get your podcast. That'd be a huge help. Go, Hawks.